Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time for the Blue Blows Podcast. With your hosts, Alonso and Juan, Alicia Del Valle, and the baby face gimmick in the sky, Roger. And joining us on the Carne Asada is the Dodgers starting center fielder. You guys know I'm making a return visit to the show, and that is James Altman. James, ¿cómo estás, amigo? How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, James, uh, first of all, uh, I want to get your, your reaction. It's been a few months, but you finished third place in the Rookie of the Year voting. I mean... Has that? I mean, look, there were a, a lot of good rookies in the National League, but to be lumped in and to make it into the final three, has it sunk into you, or does does that even matter to you? Like getting voted into something like that? When look, I, I, I'm worried about next year already. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think a little bit of both, to be honest. Uh, it was cool. It was a cool honor. Um, but with that being said, I mean, I'm just. I'm just here to play. So, you know, I just want to keep playing and, and uh, cement myself and win a World Series with the team. So was your was your family hyping you up or were you just one of those people that were just like, look, I don't want to talk about it. Don't make me start thinking I have a chance. You're going to set me up. And then if I don't win, I'm going to be depressed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they were they're were kind of just stoked that I was a finalist. So, um, you know, they were. They're they're happy as long as I'm happy, you know. So, um, you know, they know they know I'm having fun playing. So, uh, we didn't talk about it too much, to be honest. We were we were actually on vacation when when they announced it. So, I think you are a perfect example of mental strength because looking back at your season last year, when you started off, you had that great start, and then you went through that little funk, and I think. Anybody else? I mean, I know I probably would have folded. I would have been like, that's it. I'm done. I'm not a major leaguer. I can't I can't figure these guys out. They've adjusted to me. But you were able to overcome that. Like, how hard really was it just to keep going into that batter's box and saying to yourself, one of these days, I'm going it, to, it, it's going to hit for me. And it, it, things are all going to change. It's going to change. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the nature of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it it always, it's never as bad as you think it is. It's never as good as you think it is. So, um, you know, I, I believe that it was only a matter of time before, before I, uh, figured it out and, and, uh, you know, started pulling my own weight a little bit, but, um, it, it definitely helped, um, when I was going through that, that we were winning so much. Cause that was, that was May, I believe. And, uh, you know, us, us having, and winning series and stuff like that definitely felt like it was taking some pressure off. So uh, I didn't feel like I was letting the guys down too, too much. And uh, they were great. They were super supportive and they let me, you know, kind of navigate my way and they're, they're helping me, but you know, you gotta, you gotta kind of do it. It's like a trial by fire. You gotta do it yourself. But um, they, they were awesome during the whole process, but um, yeah, it's just kind of how the game goes. You gotta, there's, there's ups and downs and, Everything feels like it's magnified in the big league. So the highs are really high and the lows are really low. Uh, before I throw it over to Alicia, I do just want to ask, 
if you did go through a slump buster. I mean, we've heard the stories. There's the sacrificing of chickens. <laughs> There's that famous story that Mark Grace told on the Jim Rome show about the ultimate slump buster. Has the slump buster evolved in the major leagues, or do you still use the true and tried methods that veterans in the past have used? Uh, I couldn't. I. I'm sure I was trying everything, but I couldn't tell you like one specific thing that I was like, oh yeah, this, this ought to do it. You know, maybe it was like, all right, I'm gonna go to sleep with my socks on tonight or just like weird stuff like that. uh, uh, Nothing, nothing too crazy. Nothing I can really remember. Go ahead, Alicia. Well, I want to follow up with that one. I love that you, James. Hi. Hello. Welcome back. Good to have you. Um, you talked about the support the team gave you during this time that Juan brought up. Were there any Dodgers in particular that really were um, that you, you know, sought out advice or took extra bats with you or anything like that? Like any of the Dodgers, any of the clubhouse that you can point out specifically? Um, I mean, everybody was kind of like, at some point they had kind of put their arm around me and, and just talked to me about what was going on. Cause they could see that, um, it felt like there was a weight on my shoulders, but, um, I remember specifically, um, we were having lunch and I was sitting next to Will Smith and he was talking to me about, um, just making sure to find successes even within the failures. So, you know, I, I hit this one hard or, Hey, I didn't, I didn't get a hit, but it was a sack fly or, you know, just like stuff like that. Um, so, you know, kind of limiting the damage when you're going through like a rough patch and uh that was that was one that stuck to me because it was like okay i was over three today but i worked a walk i was able to steal a bait you know just just still try to help the team win and then the more the more i felt like i was focusing on that the more i stopped caring about how my performance was i love it will smith okay we like we like our, our Will Smith. We like those stories. And that's going to lead me into what I've been wanting to ask you once I knew that you were coming back to speak to the Bleed Los. Um, Otani, Yamamoto. I mean, I wanted to ask you, where were you when you found out? Because that's how we talk as just Dodger fans. But I mean, <laughs> well, can you tell me uh, what what has that been like? Has it been anything dramatic? I mean, was it something you were looking forward to? Like just your experience, James Outman and dealing with, you know, Showtime and Yamamoto and the, and the other additions. It's, it's looking really good for us Dodger fans. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited to have those guys on the team. I've, I still haven't met them yet, but uh, um, I couldn't tell you exactly where I was when I found the news, but I remember my uh, coach from Sac State texted me. Um, both times, but like he, he was the newsbreaker to me, um, texted me and he was like, wow, Otani. And I was like, oh, we must've gotten Otani. Then I hopped on Twitter and, or X. And then, uh, then he goes, wow, Yamamoto, you know, a couple weeks later, I was like, oh, we must've gotten Yamamoto too. Hop on X. <laughs> and, uh, so both, both times he broke the news to me, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm any, anyone that's going to help us win. Um, I'm super excited to have on our team and, uh, both of them seem like really awesome competitors and, you know, I competed against Shohei, um, what, for four games or whatever it was during the season. And, and, uh, I'm, I'm glad he's going to be on our team now. That, I, I can say that for sure. I love that. But I, I just want to know, 
were you, did you, I don't know, did you, I don't want to use the word care, but does it feel like the clubhouse wanted that to happen? Is that something that you guys even talk about? Because I mean, that's all everybody talked about leading up to where Otani was going to go. Or is it truly just like, no, it's the off season. I'm on vacation. Like hopefully, you know, the suits upstairs will take care of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we, we definitely wanted them to come. Yeah, I think you could tell um, when, when those guys were visiting, um, we had some of our, our heavy hitters in our lineup there in, in LA uh, to kind of try and recruit them along as well. Um, so we, we were definitely all on board for it. We we're all excited. We, we texted in the group chat after uh, happened. We were just, we were super stoked. So um, yeah, I mean, it's, but also at the same time, you know, we're, we're, we are in the off season. So we're not like, we're not constantly talking to each other and stuff like that. We're all, I'll see my, my group of guys I'm training with um, in Phoenix still. So we'll be talking about it there, but, but yeah. Yeah. Alonso, February 22nd, it's coming up, right? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of blown by, but to kind of piggyback on something that Juan said a minute ago, the reason I knew that, that James, wasn't necessarily jaded by the rookie of the year thing. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but we have a legend here. We already knew he was a legend, but uh, from the Cal Ripken Collegiate Baseball League, this man was the league offensive player of the year. So nothing is going to to jade uh, James just because of his composure, carrying everything as is. But James, all the baseball stuff aside, you had your year personally last year was a big year. You got married, uh, if I'm not mistaken, like end of 2022, going into 23. As we all know, that off-season window is not big because you kind of jump back into training, and then you you know go into spring training. You also were were fighting to make a roster spot. You did, and then you had the season that you had. So for you personally, how was the year for you overall? It was great. It was, uh, it was the best year of my life. Um, hopefully, next one will be better. But uh, no, it was it was. Um, it was great. You know, I feel like I had the most fun I ever played uh, playing last year. And it was, it was nice to be able to play just to win, you know, instead of playing to reach the next level and playing to, uh, you know, playing to get drafted. Then you play to get to high A, then to double A, then triple A. So, so last year it, was, it felt like a breath of fresh air to be able to play just to win again. Does that change your mindset going into this year where, you know, you know, for all intents and purposes, you're the everyday center fielder. I think we can confidently say that. Does that change your, your preparation going into the year any? Uh, no, I mean, preparation stays the same. I'm still like, personally, I'm still trying to get better. I feel like there's still areas I can improve on. And uh, um, so, so that all stays the same, but, it's it's all in the context of winning now rather than you know reaching the next step so uh i don't know i i feel like i'm i'm i've never been more motivated to win especially after the moves that have been made and uh you know the the kind of guys that we have on the team it's i'm i'm super excited so and that was actually leading into that so obviously they went out and they made some moves right they got glass now who now you obviously have competition with the best show here in that clubhouse. That's a, a conversation here in a minute, but you know, you got Shohei, you got Yamamoto, they got James Paxton and, and you know, the, the roster's kind of filled out the way that it has. Um, obviously Shohei is going to be the, the, the kind of attention bearer, right? 
Um, but for you guys in the clubhouse, is is there anyone aside from Shohei? I, I'm just going to say that as a given that you are all kind of ex- expected or or kind of um, the word I what's the word I want to use? Um, excited to kind of see in person. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm. I'm really looking forward to um, playing behind both Glasnow and Yamamoto. Um, haven't had the chance to do that at all. So, um, you know, when 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 you're playing behind a nasty pitcher, it's it's pretty fun because you know they're just pounding the zone. They're getting weak contact. You feel like you're just you're out there for a couple minutes and you go back in and the whole team bangs again. So. Um, you know, I'm 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 looking forward to uh, our staff this year for sure. I, I'm 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 really excited for that and playing behind those guys. Was that expected? What what you expected to hear, Juan? Did that catch you off guard? <laughs> no, I'm not, not at all. I mean, uh, look, I want I want to be respectful of his time. If you guys have any other question, because I have one question for him, but it's going to totally take us off topic. So, Alicia, uh, Alonzo, if you guys want to follow up with more baseball stuff, take us off the beaten path. <laughs> I mean, I'm if intrigued. you're okay, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I mean, if you're okay with it, I mean, this is not it, but I, I gotta ask you, uh, James, would you have the courage to defer $68 million? Uh, I, I know that Shohei is a completely different animal. Not only is he a unicorn on the field, but he, you know, in terms of advertising and all off the field stuff. I mean, what, was your reaction what is the player's reaction when you hear a guy is going to defer the majority of his contract for for one year uh like i said he can afford to do that there's not i mean i'm not going to sit there and tell my job oh yeah you can play me later I'll, I'll i'll go ahead and do the work for you now for two cents on the dollar yeah it's pretty wild i thought it was super badass uh that, that kind of goes into what I was saying about the motivation to win, you know, because you got somebody like that that's basically deferring all of the money that he's agreed to to just so he, he can have as good of a team as possible. So I think that was super cool. And, and not a lot of people would be able to do that. I feel like it's the first time anyone's deferred that much money. I, I'm assuming because that's the first time anyone's made that much money, but, uh, it's it's I thought it was really cool um, of him to you know keep keep the the tab light for the Dodgers so we can go out and, and make some more moves and 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 win. How much do you pay? How much do you guys in the clubhouse do pay attention to that? Because it is the ultimate team sacrifice, right? Like the guys coming in there and saying, "Look, I'm going to leave money on the table so you guys can go out there and spend it." And I want you guys to bring in other players. I mean, uh, we see this all the time. There's so many guys working out at Dodger Stadium, and I get it that you're in Phoenix. But is it common to be showing up and working out this early in the season? Is there excitement? Has the gauntlet been thrown down that it's like, we are all in? Let's go. Let's start the season right now. Yeah, no, I mean, we're we're all, we're all working, uh, you know, pretty much as soon as, Thanksgiving rolls around. I feel like everybody's working, but uh, I think that there's there's more guys uh, with eyes on them this year, uh, whether that be in Phoenix at our spring training place or um, in LA. Um, it just it just feels like they're the group is more um, 
more consistently at those two different locations because we got coaches at both. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I, I don't know. Uh, to be honest, to answer the question, I don't know because this this is my first one, first off season um, as a big leader. But I I I do know that everyone is excited. We everyone talks about it every time anybody sees each other and stuff, and you know just about about the, the deferring the money thing. I think is I, I still think it's really cool. I think everybody in the clubhouse is going to respect that. I, Alicia, I mean, it's it, the deferments are the reason why everybody hates the Dodgers, right? And that's what I was going to go with next. So, yeah, that's that's probably the main reason, because it seems like not just other fan bases, but I mean, organizations, I mean, politicians got involved with this deal. So the hate is real. I'm not bothered. But, James, I wanted to ask you about the new role that the L.A. Dodgers have been anointed, which is the villain. The Dodgers are now the villains of Major League Baseball. And some people, some uh, others are also saying things like uh, it's bad for baseball. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think the Dodgers are villains? Um, Do you embrace it? Maybe who's your favorite villain? I'm just kidding. No, but what are your thoughts on that? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm a villain. Uh... (laughs) I don't think we're villains at all. We just uh, we got a good team, and and we're we're blessed to be playing for an organization that's willing to spend uh, money and and make moves like they have. Um, you know, I I I understand why other fan bases and other people think that uh, we could be could be the villains. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it. Look at the lineup. It's it's a really good lineup. It's a really good team. Um, I mean, I know, I know people felt that way about um, San Diego last year with their lineup. They had a really good lineup. They had a big payroll. And, um, it's just, it's just people, people root for the underdog and, and the Dodgers made them, you know, we're not, we're not the underdog. We, we respect the win. So we're, we're looking forward to it. We are not the underdog, right, Alonso? <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I mean, when you got, Probably arguably two, maybe three of the best dudes in all of baseball just on one team. I mean, it's like the Heatles again, except maybe not as short-lived as the Heatles were uh, way back when. Uh, I, I did want to ask you, James, um, with the show hair thing, have you and Glass now talked about this at all at this point yet? The uh, the hair? Yeah. The show hair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have it's it's you know it's it's pretty tough in Arizona. The air is pretty dry, so it dries yeah. out. My I gotta I gotta give it extra attention out of here. But uh, <laughs> no, we haven't. I haven't talked to him yet. I'm looking forward to it. We'll, we might have like a little standoff or something at first. We'll see. <laughs> that actually would be incredible. Just I love standoff, that. the the hair off, if you will. Um, and I mean, I, I know you're supposed to be doing the uh, the plunge. With uh, with your teammate Chris Taylor, is that still happening? Yeah, as far as I know, it's still happening. Have you done a plunge before? Yeah, we got we got cold tubs and stuff at all of our uh, locations. So uh, I, I've actually been our my pool's like fifty five right now. I looked at oh. what the, the temperature is at the beach, and it's like around there. So I've been practicing, just hopping in. I went in today for a little bit. 
Like Shout out to Chris Taylor uh, and, and the foundation for the plunge. So, Seriously. so what you're saying is, uh, is, is, I mean, I would never do, I am too tropical for any sort of a plunge like that. <laughs> I, I personally could not do that uh, as a Mexican from Mexico, but, uh, but respect to you guys for all for, uh, for jumping in on that. Yeah, you no, know. It, it, oh, I'm sorry. Um, CT's, <laughs> CT's got his foundation and um, he's a really easy guy to get behind. Um, you know, he's always, it seems like he's always looking out for people. And, and uh, I think this was an easy one for the guys to want to support him and go do it. That's a question I had though. Clubhouse wise, do you feel like the clubhouse is kind of more united now than it's, I mean, obviously I know you've only been there briefly in the grand scheme of things, but do you feel like there's a lot more cohesion going into the season than there kind of was previously? Uh, it's tough to say. I feel like every year is different. Um, and you never really know until you get in and, and you're around them every single day to know, um, to know how it works. And, and every year is different. Even if you have 99% of the same guys, it's, it, it varies year to year, but, um, I do know, you know, for me, especially I'm, I'm, I've been in contact with the guys a little bit more than I was last year. And I've uh, been able to talk to them and see them and, and just stuff like that. So um, I, uh, to answer your question from my perspective, yes, but, but yeah. Juanito. Well, I, I want to be respectful of your time, James. Uh, so I just want to end it with this last year. We found out thanks to your wife, about your secret talent. And I just don't know why you hid this because if I had this ability, I would totally be bragging about it. And that is your starring role in the pirates, of, the pirates of Penzance. I mean that musical theater is hard people, but this guy's doing a Gilbert and Sullivan musical, which for those of you who don't know, it's not toxic. It's, it's like really, really fast. So James, uh, I, how did you get this musical theater background and are you secretly doing community theater performances that we are not aware of in Arizona? <laughs> no, I, I, last one I did was when I was in eighth grade, but, um, yeah, my sister actually was really into it and, uh, my parents are very supportive of hers and they would always, you know, bring snack or whatever for the rehearsals. And I was, my sister was, I was probably in second grade, so I would always tag along. So I spent a lot of time around it. I was like, oh, I want to do this too. It looks like a lot of fun. So uh, once the plays rolled around in middle school, I signed up and, and did it. And, and uh, our, the director of my middle school plays was actually, uh, he actually married me and my wife. Um, oh. he's a, yeah, he's a pastor. So uh, yeah, it was kind of like a, a small world, but uh, but yeah, I just enjoyed it. I um, that's kind of how I got closer with my sister is is that that area and and um, you know it's I'm I'm not very uh, musical anymore, but uh, I had fun doing. So how pissed were you at your wife for putting that out there? Like, are you, did you tell her you are forbidden now from going to any red carpet <laughs> events with me if you're going to put me on blast like that? No, I didn't care. It's, it's, uh, I'm sure somebody could find it if they found a yearbook or something. <laughs> no, I didn't care at all. It's, it's, uh, it's, I enjoyed doing it. It was, it was a good time. The outfits were pretty ridiculous, but. <laughs> I think that's super cool. That's a talent. That's another talent. And why not? Right. We should never stop learning and evolving and 
It might be a lost town at this point, but <laughs> look, you guys could put on a production in, in spring training because the director of minor league pitching for the Dodgers, Rob, he had a theater background when we had him on the show. He told us, you know, he's like, yeah, I was probably a better actor than I was a baseball player, but Hey, I decided to give baseball the shot. Well, I didn't know that. I'll bring that up to him tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Man, mentioned it to him because he he was making documentaries at Sundance. He's, I'm, I'm like, bro, you're like 24 years old when you became the director of minor league pitching. And now you're telling me that you were hanging out with Paris Hilton at Sundance making documentaries. I mean, like, you guys have all these hidden talents. I don't understand why you guys keep this stuff a secret. Yeah, I mean, uh, we just figure everybody wants to know about baseball you know i didn't think that was that interesting <laughs> I, I, i'm telling you when i found out that you not only did the pirates of penzance i was just like all right musical theater is one thing right it's not like you were doing oliver and you're doing fagin here where you can just talk your way through it but you're like doing like legitimate musicals and i mean i don't know how much of a dancer you were with the choreography that's a that's a choreography heavy show there yeah I'm not much of a dancer, that's for sure. I was stiff and counting in my head what I needed to do and stuff, but uh, it took me a long time to learn, like, the box step where you just, like, step in the square. Uh, <laughs> it took me way too long to learn that. I think I had to go home and practice that, too. But, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it, was, it was a good time. It was a good time. So what you're saying is you guys can cast your own production of The King and I in the clubhouse, and it'll right. be a banger. <laughs> Yeah, it might be. I might need Rob's help, but uh, <laughs> it might be good. I love it. Uh, James, we want to thank you uh, for giving us time. And best of luck this season. I mean, I know everybody's excited to see what this team is going to be able to accomplish. I know the expectations are through the roof. I think we just want to see how all the pieces fit. And uh, spring training is just right around the corner, but we can't wait for the season to start. So thanks for coming on. Yeah, we can't wait either. Thank you for having me on, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.